Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com's sport editor, Michael Potts, and staring longingly into my eyes, it's Mr. Jake Wilson from BBC Match of the Day magazine. How are you doing, sir? What is happening, Michael? I'm very good. Very excited to be back. It's been a little while. Yeah, I was going to say, it must be pre-Christmas since you last It was indeed. A um, hot minute. We've put up with the rest of them, but now we're back to the big leagues The here. main event, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be bringing you all the previews for this weekend's Premier League football on TV, and let's just get diving straight into it. Uh, Saturday, 1st of February, 12.30 kickoff, BT Sport 1, we have Leicester versus Chelsea. Um, we'll start with Leicester. I feel like they've got to react well here. It's a bit yeah. of a tetchy time for Leicester at the moment. Run out of steam after Christmas, uh, Vardy injury and Didi injury. Um, both players look like they're, well, they're hot back in the team. Um, but that, that defeat to Villa, I don't know if you watched it last night, but that defeat could just knock a little bit of stuffing out of them. It could indeed. Um, they've not been in the greatest of form, but, you know, it hasn't been reflected in the league table mm. that overly. They're still third. They're eight points clear of their opponents down in fourth um, this week. And, you know, still got 14 over the Chasing Pack, United Spurs and Wolverhampton Wanderers. So even though they haven't exactly been the Leicester we saw at the beginning of the season, mm. Rodgers isn't going to be too scared. Um, they definitely could have beaten Villa with um, the chances they had. And Villa they, took actually, they were the better team, weren't they, over the exactly. two legs? I know that means nothing now, but no. you know, go, going ahead in terms of the Premier League, the fact mm. that they're still playing all right. You know, definitely. I think getting Champions League football over losing to Manchester City <laughs> inevitably yeah. in the in the League Cup final. Um, yeah, that. I think I think they'd have that. Well, that's a cynical way to look at it. Wow. Well, I just I feel but like it is. It is. True. <laughs> I, we'll get to City, but. Um, Oish. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah, a bit, again, just Kelechi stepped in for Vardy and done quite well, to be fair. So I think people who are saying, you know, Vardy's out the team, that's that's why they've lost a bit of steam or not quite scoring, um, you know, multiple goals per, per game. I think Kelechi and Perez still doing well. I'm a bit disappointed with Tielmans. Yeah, I little, think they expect a bit, bit more, more from him. Yeah, and, and Madison, for, for as good as a player he is, um, I thought he was excellent at times last night, and then then just faded in the second half, maybe. But uh, yeah, I think they need they need those two back to back to their top level. Definitely, I want to give a shout out to Harvey Barnes though, because mm. that boy is making an impact every time I see him. Yeah, got the assist last night, um, and he looks like to be a right player. He did mm. at West Brom last year, um, and he might be really hitting some form. A good time for Leicester. Yeah, I'd also like to put it out there, right? Leicester, mm. one man team, um, not Jamie Vardy. Oh. And Didi yeah. is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And and I, yeah. I, again, the fact that I don't think it's any coincidence that the games that he's missed, they've actually struggled in. And I wonder whether, I mean, he's been brought back very quick. It was, I think yeah. he said he was out for three or four weeks and he was back after two. Mm. And I just wonder whether, I don't know, is he at full steam yet? That uh, might have been yesterday, might have been like a tune-up game for him. You know, get, yeah. get his feet back before this one, which is... Um, very large. Yeah, absolutely. Straight away into the into the deep end, we'll say, mm. for Ndidi against Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, they're so predictably unpredictable. Like, they're going to score, they're going to concede, mm-hmm. and they'll just hope the numbers fall in their favour. There seems to be no logic or pattern to Chelsea this season. It is rolling a dice, isn't it? It's uh, wins, losses, and draws just across the board, but non-consecutively. Mm. It's, well, uh, what what it's is mad. it? Like, What is it about them? I, I, I just can't put my finger on what is 
gone what's going wrong with them no me neither I, I think um they've, they've definitely got a system they want to play um they just don't seem to be able to impose it on every team um some weeks you know they'll go out outscore the opposition win 3-0 as they did recently and then other times like really struggle to get um get a glove on teams against against arsenal um a couple of weeks ago the 2-2 when Arsenal had 10, uh, 11 men, they looked really good mm. and looked um, in control of the game. And then for like the back hour, they just looked terrible, yeah. created nothing. And Arsenal, you know, really put a good account of themselves. They do just seem to run out of ideas, don't they? Oh, I know definitely. that's like such a cliche thrown around, but they do, um, like, like you say there, they have that intense half an hour. And if they don't score in that window when, when the pressure is on and they're flying forward and, and fully confident, they just... They just seem to lose lose that head of steam. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, I saw it against. I think I saw it against Crystal Palace like ages ago in the season, and they eventually won that game. But it took them so long to break it down. They looked so flat for a lot of the game. It's just strange it's just, how it, it works. It's very strange one, and I think they are lacking a players off the bench. You know, Lampard's been quite vocal. He wants mm. some forwards. Like Pedro's not there, Giroud's not there for him. They're mm. both kind of on the way out and and not the players they used to be. And maybe he's looking for someone. You know, especially in Pulisic's absence. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw a thing about Tammy could be forced. Said he could be forced to play again through <gasps> injury, through the pain, and it's just like that's insane how. A multi-million pound business. Can I, I know they had the transfer embargo, but still, it's got to this point where um, another English forward as well. By the way, so mm-hmm. you know, like surely people have learned lessons from overworking the likes of Owen, yeah, Rooney, definitely. now Kane, Rashford, Rashford playing with one. bones flying around in his ankle. Oof. Like, like Abraham is the next one. Their 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 hopes for the season are pinned on the ankles of a twenty-two-year-old lad, and I just think that how. It's, it's it's mad, mad football, it is. isn't it? Really, if you break it down to that level, and Lampard just obviously does not have any trust whatsoever in Batshuayi, mm. which is sad because yeah. um, I had, we had high hopes for him. But um, but hey, he's good on Twitter. <laughs> that's uh, all that matters. Get <laughs> essentially, him in the that's team. what matters. Uh, yeah, big run for Lampard. They have got Leicester away, Man United at home, Tottenham at home, Bayern Munich at home. Uh, need some points out of those Oofed. otherwise it could be very tough or a lot of pressure going into the, the next run of games after that mm-hmm. Bournemouth, Everton, Villa which mm. is sort of games they all need to win uh, prediction for this one I'm going to say it again my, my motto never trust the early kickoff. you can't <laughs> do it so I'm going 2-0 Chelsea yeah, interesting. I'm going with a well, just a seven-all draw or something. Seven-all draw. Nah, let's let's just go for a draw. Okay, um, cannot guarantee any <laughs> fourteen goal holes. Uh, moving swiftly on to Saturday evening, it's a five thirty kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's Manchester United versus Wolverhampton. Yeah. Uh, see, I always wondered that when I was going through the previews, and I was mm. I was sort of like, oh, it's Wolves are on. Ah, Wolves are on. That's why I've got Jake Jake's Wilson. Back. Yeah, there um, he is. I'm going to pause you right here because I listened mm-hmm. to the podcast last week and Ooh. you did a big call, mate. You tipped yeah. Wolves for the top four. What can I say? What can I say? That's a uh, round of applause. We'll, we'll there, start with Wolves. <laughs> we'll start with Wolves. <laughs> I was going to say, I really want to provoke a bit of rage when people come on and, oh. and like have a, you know. Like have a bit of a go at Newcastle and catches on and Shrewsbury and passes on. Not you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna go at really Shrewsbury. Have much of a go no. at Shrewsbury. Um, after all, they are just Shrewsbury. Uh, but yeah, I can't really do it with Wolves because I really no. like watching Wolves. Same. It's great, isn't it? It's what a well. time to be alive. What a world we live in. <laughs> Nuno's world. We're just a part of it. <laughs> Wow. Any uh, any actual insight for us or just more love letters to Nuno? No, just um, Nuno, if you're out there, mate, 
Mad respect. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. No, we're, we're a really, really good side, as everyone knows now. Um, I am a little bit concerned, though, because um, I think Nuna will be concerned. Also, our transfer business has been quiet. Um, we signed um, Enzo Lloydice this morning. That's not how you pronounce it, but yep. I tried. Um, but he's gone into our under-23s. At time of recording, we haven't got Daniel Podence from Olympiacos, um, another Portuguese uh, winger, to fit in with the other uh, seven Portuguese players we have. But he's uh, on the cusp of signing, which would be big for Wolves, because then we've got someone off the bench who can come and take the load off of Jimenez or Traore. But we haven't got that striker, and the links don't seem to be there either. So I am a little worried on that front. A squad isn't the largest. Yeah, Fatigue the depth, may play in now. Yeah. Um, and I think it has over the last you know, month or so, last five games. Um, Not you know, something one. when, when Traor has been, obviously he's, he's in top four at the moment playing, playing wise. And it's an interesting but a bit of a note where they say he, he'll explode into life and he'll, he'll pull out a few sprints and he'll, he'll go all action for a couple of minutes. Then he has to take a bit of a breather. And I quite like that <laughs> sort of idea of this, like, like a solar charge to Domitriore, like where he just sort of, he just needs that moment to just, you know, fill the tank back up, yep, go again, 100%. fill the tank back up, go mm-hmm. again. Um, always thought he was a bit of a tragic footballer, to be fair. I thought he was, <laughs> honestly, I always thought he was the most, like, the old, the epitome of that, you know, mm-hmm. get to the final third Agreed. and just hit the wall and and like you know, Walcott, Lennon, mm-hmm. Traore for me, Traore is probably the king of it. Um, now he's still so young and he's put, you know, he's actually harnessing this this talent and strength into a final ball. What a player! Oh, unbelievably so. Um, we've said it as Wolves fans for a lot of players' behalfs. A year under Nuno. Uh, is mm. a big year. Um, it took uh, Dendonkner quite a while to fit in and took him six months before Nuno started playing him. And I think the same's been really good for Troyer. I think he slowed right down. Um, there was a goal he scored, uh, he set up, sorry, for Jimenez the other day mm. where he looked clean on goal out wide and he just cantered up to the ball, turned with it, slipped Jimenez in yeah. and it was a goal and it was, it was such a, a brilliant uh, example of him not going at full speed. You never really see him mm. hit top speed because he's been told not to because <laughs> then he can actually have the ball when yeah. he's running. It's those moments of acceleration, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like You just want that zip to, to beat a man without needing to, <laughs> you know, you're not doing a 100 metre sprint. Exactly. Mate, like. And then make sure you've got the ball to do something with it, which yeah, um, absolutely. my word he is. Fair play. And he has the chance to demonstrate his talents mm-hmm. uh, in front of Ed Woodward, probably. <laughs> there's there's the yep. £500 million bid uh, against Manchester United at Old Trafford this Saturday. Um, Man United, can can you take any confidence from that, that Tranmere win? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. No disrespect to Tranmere at all. Um, but Man United have had full storm after full storm after full storm. Um, and yes, Jesse Lingard scored in 2020. <laughs> it's happened. It happened. Man on fire. Um, but no, I don't think that's the one that we're going to look to. Uh, two wins in five in the, in the Prem. Um, I think that tells the story. I think this is one where we need to ask. We need to ask a pro about mm. this because I just feel like I feel like you've got to take something out of that. Something a six-nil hammering, even though it's against you know far weaker opposition. Just just being able to do that in front of a, a an albeit smaller stadium full of people turning up, 
doing exactly, just beating the opponents that are in front of you. Yeah, you did the job. I, I, didn't I don't you? know. I just feel like they've done that job mm. as best they possibly could, and that they've got to take something out of that. But as we've seen with United, like you say, full stone, full stone, full stone, full stone. But there was a lot of first team players in there, so hopefully, like I said, that would have been a good tune up for them. Just anything, some, something some to take into the next game, you know. Um, Mason Greenwood, do, yeah. would you be starting him in the Premier League? Um, if if Rashford's not there, it's definitely a call for it. I think you know they might keep Martial up top and find three bodies to kind of put to support him. Yeah, uh, they had Mata, Pereira, and James in the last Prem game. Um, and it might be something similar to that, which is uh, great if you're a United fan. I imagine not a lot to shout about there as a forward mm. line. Yeah. Uh, Greenwood, uh, he's done so well when he's come off the bench and when he's played in these you know, smaller games, cup games, etc. Um, I just wonder what, you don't want to exhaust the guy. No, you, don't no. wanna, you don't want to burn him out, mm. as I've said there, with Tammy and Kane and Rooney Orton, etc. But just think like, if if not now, when? You know? Yeah, give, definitely. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. At and home, play, this is, play two up, up front. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And this mm. is definitely not... Anything to do with my fantasy Premier League team? Oh, hello. Uh, um, <laughs> we'll more, come to that. More on that. Yeah. Uh, prediction for this one. I'm not going to really get any sort of objective response from you here, am I? Two new wolves. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm also um, going wolves. I'm also yeah, going you wolves. are going wolves. Form team. Um, and once you've mm. you finished basking in the glory of wolves' victory at Old Trafford, oh. uh, we move on to Super Sunday. It's uh, a two o'clock kickoff, Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's Burnley versus Arsenal. Mm. Um, Burnley doing an absolute Burnley this season. Of course, lost, 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 lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, we might go down. Win, win. <laughs> now we're at thirty points before February. Job done. I, I pretty much, um, you know, two on the bounce and two massive wins on the bounce mm. as well. Um, you love to see it. All without Ashley Barnes. Yeah, Ashley Barnes sort of fallen off a bit of a cliff, really, hasn't he? He was the he was the in thing at the start mm-hmm. of the season, but he has been usurped. By big Chris Wood. He has. The hernia has, has helped. Got Jay Rodriguez in the side. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, they they seem to always have uh, a solution mm. uh, to their problems, even though they've got no squad depth. Uh, I think S- Sean Dyche didn't make a, a sub last game mm. um, in that big win. Um, and they only made one in the previous two, uh, bringing on Vidra and Aaron Lennon. Um, who are not players that um, you still ne- necessarily recognise as Premier League talent. Game changers. No. Yeah. Um, so I think he could do with some some numbers, but that's going to be a summer rebuild job. Mm. But still, it's going to be well comfortable. I think 10 points over the next you know, four months is mm. impossible. It's amazing when you look at the table now and you see teams like Burnley, Southampton, etc., mm. who've, who've all been... I mean, Southampton, are, <laughs> they're in the top <laughs> half now. But Flying. you see teams like this who, just a few weeks ago, Christmas, they're in such dire trouble and everybody's slaughtering them and you've got, you know, the Sky Sports pundits hammering them all and picking their bottom threes. All of a sudden, like you say, you've got Burnley 30 points mm. and... And it really looks like a very simple task now. Eight points or so from the next 14 games. Like It just seems so easy to stay up. Oh, and yet, obviously, there will be teams who just aren't going to get anywhere near that 30-point mark. No, the, the Prem, especially that kind of bottom, what, 12 maybe. Mm. It's just so con- congested this year, more so than maybe we've seen in the past. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you, most teams will think they can get out of it. Um but only yeah. seventeen will. It's gonna. <laughs> thanks, thanks for explaining how the Premier League works, there, Mister Wilson. Yeah, tipping Liverpool to stay up this year. <laughs> <laughs> 
need to cut that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to Arsenal. Yes. Uh, Arteta stabilising things. Three draws in a row, four unbeaten. Mm-hmm. I- I'm actually I'm pretty happy with how he's doing as a complete neutral. I, I-, I think yeah. we all want to see Arsenal get back in and amongst that top four. Bit of a challenge up there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how things are going for them. It's quite nice, really. And they haven't had a Bamiyang last three games. Mm. So even though they're not winning all the time um, at all very much uh, whatsoever, but they are doing uh, things that create a positive feeling at the mm. club. Um, they're playing uh, Saka, who's doing really well, and young players like Martinelli, and they're letting them make mm. an impact. They're creating a kind of a different kind of emphasis. It's a bit of a platform, isn't it? Something to build on, even if even if not this season, it's it's something to build on. That's um, what he's. That's what when Arteta will have gone in, they will have said, "Okay, this season isn't going to be the season for us, but mm. next season, Mikel." You better have a sorted. Mm. I'll come back to that in one moment Ooh. because because I still think there is something in the season. Do you but now? Martinelli, mm. um, I've been, t- I've been I've said his name in pretty much every podcast. <laughs> I think because I you know watched him in the Europa League once and think he's suddenly like the future of Brazil <laughs> and Arsenal. Um, but no, I watched him a couple of times actually, and I thought he was so good, like so mm. sharp, and I'm so pleased to see him doing well in the Premier League as well. Um, do you think he could be now that Aubameyang's back from his suspension? Mm-hmm. Do you think he could still continue to start in that team? I think Lacazette he's only got one assist in his last six. I think, I think um, they're gonna no goals in that time. Stick with Lacker, but Pepe could be on the on the block. He scored mm. uh, again midweek, but. Martinelli, he brings so much to the side. He's so energetic with with the ball, um, and especially kind of away from home, he could be a real player that causes Burnley's back four some some problems. So it could be Lacazette through the middle, Lacazette through the middle, and then Aubameyang, Aubameyang, Martinelli wide, Özil in the hole. Interesting. I mean, if it works. Oh. My word, if it works. <laughs> That's Definitely. what you want. Arsenal fans looking at that on paper will be glowing from the mm. eyes. He's such uh, a hard work. I just love watching him. And that Chelsea, the, the long run goal. Oh, you, lovely. I, do you rate that? Because I know a few people were just like, oh, he's just run. But for me, the composure to actually continue to run yeah. at that mm-hmm. speed with that much time to think about it and still slot it for me is the finish the finish being boring. as composed as it was mm. I think was was lovely um, obviously Conte falling flat on his face uh, gave mm. him that opportunity but as a, as a teenager just give him his credit just give him his yeah. props did what he had to do uh, just very briefly as well I was talking about Champions League there with Wolves mm-hmm. do Arsenal have a shot they're do not Arsenal they're not far shot? off okay they're not too far off You've got Chelsea faltering. Yep. United are well. United, Spurs need that striker maybe to to prop up their cause. Mm. Wolves, you know, they do have an off day. Just just to inform you about yes, that. Okay. Um, yeah, Sheffield United maybe mm. lack that explosiveness to get up there. Mm-hmm. Do Arsenal? Can Arsenal do this? Or Champions is, or League, am I, or am I insane right now? I think Champions League's a step too far. Uh, the the points they would have to get over Chelsea are a lot, and there's been no sign in the form that Arsenal are going to get five, six, seven wins mm. on the bounce without doing an Arsenal and losing to, you know, Sheffield mm. United in the I middle. Just, I just ponder these things. Ponder. I, I'm still, I'm still putting Wolves. I'm yeah. still putting Wolves in that. I mean, fourth. don't at Wolves me, but they're, they're sitting fourth. But uh, yeah, Arsenal, I think <laughs> I think they've got a good end of the season in them and, and that would be amazing for Arteta, an amazing way to get off, you know, get off the mark as manager, mm-hmm. even just if it was a Europa League place. I think Europa League is, is doable. It's still a long shot. I think he'll be he'll be confident if he can keep everyone safe and cosy and 
you know, not wanting to leave in the summer. I yeah, absolutely. The bigger thing. Um, and Burnley and Arsenal as well. Big blow for Arsenal as David Luiz returns from suspension. Um, <laughs> bit of a boost with Mustafi out injured. Prediction yeah. for this one? <laughs> I'm going to say Arsenal are going to sneak this one. You I think? think Burnley have had their little little bubble, and I think Arsenal won now. They've done enough. They've yeah. done enough for another they few have. weeks. Uh, I'm going with a draw for that one. I think you know. Ooh, but, yeah. Sean Dyche's first ever point against Arsenal. That oh, would be. thanks for that stat. Yes, <laughs> sneak that one. Yes, I'm putting it out there. Yes. <laughs> uh, moving on to the final game of the weekend no Monday Night Football this week uh, we have 4.30 kickoff. it's Spurs versus Manchester City it's on Sky Sports Premier League and main event uh, Tottenham making a couple of big moves in the transfer market this week Lo Celso permanent signing uh, Stephen <laughs> good luck Bergwijn 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 however you pronounce his name mm-hmm. very very good signing he seems it uh, I haven't seen a lot of him obviously playing in playing for PSV um, but uh, all the signs look like he's a he's a forward they they need uh, dynamic can play through the middle but really good coming off off the wing cutting inside curling those balls into the top bins um, and in Kane's absence is going to give them so much fluidity in that forward line mm. it's exciting times yeah absolutely and with Ericsson going out it's, it's pretty much a I don't want to say a free transfer but it's a you know, pretty much break-even deal there. <laughs> oh, you would think so, uh, off the books. Um, yeah. And it's, it's definitely Ericsson's time to go. We all know how brilliant Christian Ericsson mm. is um, and has been as a, a servant to Tottenham and the Premier League. And I don't think we should forget that. Mm. Um, but it's sim- similar to Sanchez, though, isn't it, with Arsenal? Yeah. Down mm-hmm. tools and you now wonder whether you can actually pick them up again. You know, like Definitely. once he gets to Inter, mm. like I'm I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed because he was such a talent and he just give up. Like, he I, did. I, just, I think so he just downed it. It happens to so many players, you know. Yeah. Um, there's, there's been a lot of talk about Berahino again recently, not getting that move when he did a couple of years ago to Spurs and yeah. how it changed his career. So hopefully... Ericsson finds those um, flashes once again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still probably need that striker. I mean, they will be looking through the middle, or mm. I'm just wondering who the re- you know the, who they're going to stick with if they don't get a striker. But yeah, I'd, Piatek and I don't Giroud think they will get a striker. I can't see the Giroud one. Piatek seems um, there was links with Berlin. I saw this mm. morning that um, look a lot closer than than here at Spurs. I think they will just try and play fluid through the middle. They haven't got loads mm. um, to lose without the focal um, point striker so, you know. um, and moving on to Manchester City mm-hmm. uh, again they're in great form it's just every minor slip is is just putting red hands all over that trophy isn't it really like you've said it on this podcast a few times now the red hands are on that trophy they've yeah. already etched it in if if the impossible was to happen um, you know I think heads would explode mm. um, but that takes nothing away from Man City you know They've, obviously, the Champions League is their focus now, yeah. and maybe a domestic cup. But I could see them, you know, maybe not easily, but very feasibly going unbeaten in the Premier League from now on. Mm. Laporte's back. They've got the form forward in the country. Uh, obviously, we spoke about their depth and the way they play so often. Who's going to beat them? Not a bad show. Other than Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> in April, <laughs> to seal yeah, the title. Apart the from one. that small Other thing. than that game. Um, I wonder, with like you say there, Champions League is their, I mean, that's got to yeah, be their priority definitely. now. That's the, the biggest thing they can they can still win. And probably the thing at the start of the season, they would have wanted to win the most out of all, of all the competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, Pep not exactly wanting the League Cup. Um, <laughs> but I would love to see... I was wondering whether, you know, would they rotate their Premier League squad around a little bit? And mm-hmm. I'd love to see Foden come into their Premier League 11, like week on week. Yeah, I, was look, I was looking through the, the games where he's got goals or assists this season. Mm-hmm. France under 21s at home, 
Dynamo Zagreb at home, Atlanta at home, Dynamo away, Arsenal away, when they were already two up and he was subbed off after an hour. <laughs> uh, Oxford at home, Port Vale at home, Fulham at home. That's the only the only games mm. he's got goals and assists in. I'm not denying his quality here. He not is clearly, mm-hmm. clearly a classy youngster. But he's doing this against sides who, in respect to them, aren't aren't what you would face in the Premier League every week. And I just think if he's the heir to this David Silver throne, like <laughs> you best get comfortable on it pretty quickly. Exactly. I think players uh, players around his age and his type usually have a loan move in them. You know, spend some time in the championship or a, a Premier League kind of lower team and get those minutes under the belt. Pep hasn't been able to give him those Premier League minutes mm. because every point is so important when they're challenging. Hopefully, when it, you know, in maybe March, April, when it looks like Liverpool can't lose the title mathematically, mm. hopefully he does just play him um, because they are going to get second. No one's going to catch City. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that's the time they give him. His big chance. Yeah, really. it'll be interesting once the Champions League comes around very soon mm-hmm. um, to see to see how much action Foden does actually see. Uh, prediction for this one: Spurs, Man City. Can't see past City. I think a two-one would be nice and tasty. Two-one. I'm going with the draw. I oh, feel like Mourinho is going to Mourinho this one. Oh God, Mourinho! No, yeah. like a, like a masterclass. Mourinho. He likes Mourinhoing things. <laughs> um, moving on swiftly to so just a little bit. It's obviously, transfer deadline day coming up very soon. Around the corner. Um, Bruno Fernandes looks like he's going to United potentially Mm -hmm. could be done by the time you listen to this Um, who's done well in this transfer window we were looking there hasn't really been too many transfers but no what I'm going to say this isn't isn't the the easy answer but I think the teams that haven't spent any money have done the best Um, (laughs) I read read a lot on the January window one of the stats is 55% of strikers signed in January in the big five leagues don't score a league goal that season for their club. Serious. 55%. Oh. So, um, good luck, new Aston Villa <laughs> signing, Umbuena Ali Samata. I was going to say, oh, he, he had that horror <laughs> miss in against horrible. Leicester. And I was like, oh, that's his career done. So, is he in the 55%? Mm. Maybe. And that's such a big stat for the money people pay in January. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I, I, similar thoughts, actually. I was got who's done well, and mm-hmm. I put Bournemouth pretty much in there, mm-hmm. purely because they've realised they're incapable of making good signings, so they're just yeah. not going to. <laughs> you know what, lads? Jordan Shakiri for fifty million pounds. <laughs> yeah, like, we well done, Eddie Howe. We can't go. do anything, so yeah. we might as well just not. <laughs> and then they've accepted that they are useless at buying players. Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs doing well. Newcastle bought in a couple of players. Definitely. I um, think Tosin at Palace Bazaar. is a really good signing. Yeah, it's a um, decent shout as well because he obviously came in a lot of money at Everton, and he's he's built for that side mm. so I think and remember no matter how well Sheffield United do this season and no matter how well Chris Wilder does they signed Jack Rodwell in January <laughs> yes they did moving swiftly <laughs> on uh, and to round off Fantasy Premier League tips mm-hmm. who are you going for this week uh, if you can get Aguero any way shape or form you've got to get Aguero thanks I know, for that hipster tip there I know sign Pep, Aguero I know Pep <laughs> rotates but that boy is just going to score every minute he plays in in his head or on the pitch well, um, may, may not actually score every minute he plays on <laughs> Asterix yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, obviously Mane's maybe on the treatment table mm. seems like it now I think I'm going to stick with him. He'll be back soon. Because I'm sticking with Mane. Yeah. That was one of the, pretty much my top tip, I think, of the week. Mm-hmm. Stick with Mane. The amount of, I think it cost like a million to pretty much yeah. bring him back in. Exactly. And for the sake of two games, I think mm-hmm. it's it's not nice putting a big player on the bench. But, you know, you're going to bring off like a Sheffield United defender or a Palace defender or something Definitely. from the bench. Mm-hmm. They could easily get you six points and, yeah. and that mm-hmm. saves you a lot of hassle. Um, um, also gone Martinelli, 4.5 yes. million. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just a shout, isn't it? I, I, can't, I haven't got the transfers left to do it because I brought in Raul and Adama this week. Nice. For, for Tammy and Dakura. They're good. Um, good but Martinelli... Oof, four and a half. You just even just on the bench if he doesn't play every week. Yeah, and yeah. on on that as well, I'm going to say Chris Wood because no Ashley Barnes. Yeah. He's been scoring loads. And after Arsenal, Burnley have got Southampton, Bournemouth, and Newcastle. There's yeah. goals in there for him. Yeah. Six point two mil for a striker. Like it. That's a nice sound. Uh, what, what's in Match of the Day magazine this week? Loads are in Match of the Day magazine this week. Uh, it's our deadline day transfers special. Everything you need to know about the January window, all the big moves that we didn't talk about just are in there, as well as the chance to win England tickets. Very tasty. Mm. The England are coming back round again. And uh, exclusive chat with Crystal Palace keeper Vincente Guaita. Nice one. Very nice. Rogue. I like mm. that. Um, once upon a time, England tickets would have been a curse, not a gift. But Nowadays, seize them. Jaden Sancho tearing it up <laughs> at Wembley. I'm in. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much for joining me today, Mr. Wilson. Um, we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you very much for listening. And as ever, radiotimes.com slash sport has all of the sporting previews for everything coming up this week and beyond. We've got Premier League fixtures and we have the Super Bowl this weekend. So if that's your thing, come and have a look. Cheers. Thanks for listening.